kids i dropped them off this morning uh so chiseled out a little free time after work it'll be a quick one i uh, just got back from taking jack for a walk and it's hot it's hot out just, nope there he is he says hello hey jack lay down buddy gotta uh, work on my mic dynamics here hey lay it down buddy get that far away sound going play with some different tones just getting uh just getting the hang of it and this is honestly kind of like picking up an instrument for the first time you know using the using the studio to capture your thoughts a little bit a little bit money a little bit crazy a little bit therapy a little bit uh you know manifesting desires into words which hopefully puts them uh, you know into plans and uh and eventually actions and uh you know, you don't put too much emphasis on the results part. You hope for the best, and you do you do the right thing as much as you can. So I was talking to Lauren last night about that. Uh, we were uh, catching up as she was away for the weekend. Um, and, uh, you know, I was like, you know what? It's just, it feels really good to try to be the, the, the most stand-up guy you can be at all times. Like, always, just be a stand-up guy. Uh, and that's that's kind of what I strive for. Um, I, I was thinking about it specifically in terms of being a landlord uh, for my house back in Maryland. So that's like a little side gig for me to, uh, stuff to attend to, stuff to, uh, you know, troubleshoot when stuff arises. Um, but uh, I'm turning over tenants there, getting the new tenants in uh, at the end of the month and crossing my fingers all goes well. I'm kind of winging it. Uh, wrote up the lease myself based on the language I've seen in other leases. I hope I don't leave myself exposed to too much liability, but um, I'm coming at it with the best intentions and, and working with folks as much as I can. Um, the place is not the perfect investment. It's it's kind of a starter family home, um, although I may have just tapped into a market of uh, um, the local college. Uh, some students from there are who uh, is going to be renting from me upcoming so maybe they'll be able to pass that along turn it into like a little sorority house or something that'd be funny to be a landlord of a off-campus sorority house uh, a three-bedroom two-bathroom in the middle of uh, you know a row probably not the best probably not the best sorority house gonna scratch that one um, anyway so yeah this uh, rambling is it's nice. It feels good. Um, I listened back on the ones that I did the other day just to see if they sounded okay and if I wasn't being too stupid. And, uh, you know, I was like, hey, that's that's pretty cool. That's all right. Oh, and I remember I got to hit this follow along button. 
on the uh, Ableton Live Light here. Where is it? Uh, follow along. Follow. Yep. Okay. That way I can glance down and I see that I'm three minutes thirty seconds in. I don't know where the three minutes went, but there we go. Um, I'm in my bedroom now. I've got a little table in there with the laptop and the M Audio set up on there. So we're in business. Got cables running out, and now I just need to have something, something to talk about, I guess. Um, let's see here. Awkward silence. Where to begin? I'll begin at the beginning. I don't know. Stand-up guy. So music career stuff. I want to do this to share myself so that people can interpret my music in in a way that's more you know differently informed. And uh, uh, frankly, you know, I'm a guy that's been doing it for a while, and maybe somebody up and coming will be able to hear something that's that's valuable or interesting to them. Um, you know, just kind of spreading the news. Uh, part of it is I've really enjoyed some of the podcasts that I've found and, uh, you know, for commutes or traveling or, or what, what have you, you know, doing some laundry, throw on a podcast and just, you know, you kind of get to know somebody in, in a digital across the digital waves way. Um, but it is, it's somewhat intimate, which I think is cool. And I think something that's lacking in a world that's bombarded by media um, you know, the intimacy factor is somewhat diluted. Uh, so we gotta, we gotta keep the intimacy. We gotta make it, we gotta make that happen. And part of what I think that is, is sharing ourselves in genuine experiences and also through the, through the milieu of a craft, you know, music or comedy or what have you. Um, anything, anything goes there, fill in the blank. Um, but, uh, just being a genuine version of yourself relaxing into your best self is a term that I've heard used a bunch that I think is, is pretty good. Um, relax into your best self. I really like the sentiment there. Um, let's see here. So I've been, uh, stretching out a little bit, trying to get the yoga mat out. We got these hardwood floors here and it looks kind of like a yoga studio if you put a mat out. So it's been, uh, and nice tall ceilings too. So I'm able to stretch out all the way, uh, all six foot three, yeah, six foot three, maybe two and a half now if I've started shrinking. Um, so I get to stretch out my frame and uh, I've been realizing that it's sort of like, um, and I apologize if my voice is all over the place on this microphone um, as I'm just sort of getting the hang of this. But, uh, but yeah, so stretching out is like letting your body breathe. It's like literally letting the cells of your body, like letting the organism that is your body, like thrive. I think we're so caught up in our minds and our spirits, frankly, you know, we're excitable. Human beings are excitable, right? Um, the body gets a little bit left behind. I don't know for some or, or in phases, you know, I don't want to speak in generalities there, but for me, uh, stretching is one way that I'm like, Oh, I'm letting my body breathe. Like it's inhaling and exhaling with the the tempo and the rhythm. You know, you, you try to lock in with your breathing maybe a little bit. I don't really think about that too much. Because um, if I need to sort of like grunt, you know, as I'm working out an oblique or something, it's like, okay, if I need to catch my breath to get that stretch there where it needs to be and, and challenge myself to relax into that spot, then okay. It's, you know, it's okay to let your breath get off tempo. Um, you just go with the flow. 
Um, so, uh, yoga. I'm, I'm a fan. You fan of yoga? And yoga pants. Oh! Uh, <laughs> All right, music stuff. Patapsco Sessions. It's live full band. Uh, basement studio recordings from Paul Beckwith's basement with Paul, Mark, and Stan, and myself, and we grooved. I've listened back to them a few times. Um, it's also a good set to, to use on the treadmill or the elliptical. Um, I think it's a, you know, a pretty good duration, and uh, the tunes have a good, a good little sort of bounce and groove to them. Um, we played really well. I'm really, really proud of these recordings, and I'm super-duper grateful that we have them. That's another thing. Like, I'm very lucky to have documented a lot of my history uh, as it unfolded right i mean take pictures take videos get audio stuff um doing the home studio thing doing this it's really really neat to get to look back and and critique and build from and be inspired by um looking back on on what you're what you've done uh frankly i've forgotten about things and i've looked back on old set lists that i've saved and i was like d d major arpeggio thing like what what is that and I, uh, I, I was like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot that I wrote this piece um, that I think is pretty cool. Uh, maybe I'll try to play it. I haven't warmed up at all. Um, you know what? I'll get a recording of it and drop it in. Oh, you know what? Screw it. Let's, let's go for it. All right. Let's see how this... Thank you. 
might have been a little pitchy, but uh, not bad for not having warmed up. Uh, I just looked at my phone because I, it vibrated in my pocket. NPR News, Debbie Wasserman Schultz out as Democratic Convention Chair after email leak. Okay, DNC. All right. Um, didn't really want that distraction, so that's I'm going to mark that in the maybe I need to turn off some notifications on my phone bit, uh, at least while I'm doing this, and maybe just in general. I don't like that media comes at me. And that's, I think, why I'm a bad self-promoter. Um, I really don't like people soliciting me for anything. It's just, uh, it's just obnoxious. Uh, it just consumes your energy and directs your attention in a way that you're like, wait, I didn't fucking ask for this. If I need something, I can go get it. Like, I needed a wall hanger um, or like a bookshelf, um, um, what would you call it? Bookshelf safety feature that you, it kind of hangs against the wall. What is that called? Child safety mount? Something like that. Anyway, if I need one of those, I go to Home Depot and I ask the guy and he shows me and I, you know, self-scan. Home Depot's doing a lot of the self-scan these days. I've been noticing that. They've got like one lady monitoring the, the four self-checkout spots. I'm like, yeah, I just kind of want to drop this on a conveyor belt and hand you a credit card. Like, I don't want to have to do this work. When you're paying for something, and well, but then again, maybe it's better for security if you're not handing your credit card over to people. Mm, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, you know, just like the the notion that it's an experience for the customer. You know, a customer service has really gone out the window. And if I was running for president, I would bring back customer service, and also uh, customer like dignity. You know, like customers shouldn't be douches. Um, they need some decency. I appeal for decency. Um, as I mentioned on a Facebook post recently, so I don't want to get political, um, with this, uh, but I, you know, um, on Facebook, I, I've shared something about Trump being, you know, the, considered for the presidency being scary, right? I think it was by Ezra Klein, like why we should be afraid or something. And, uh, you know, it, it was a bit of a puff piece, but um, nonetheless, something that like resonated. And I was like, all right, cool, let's let's share this. Um, no offense, Ezra. I don't know what I'm talking about when I call that a puff piece. I, I just thought it sounded appropriate at that moment. Um, by, and by puff piece, I mean... I don't know. I'd have to reread it, but I don't recall it having very like damning um, sort of evidence against Trump. You know, it was a lot of sort of generalizations about his character. Um, but uh, I wrote something that was like in a Sam Elliott voice, you know, uh, the, the dude from the Big Lebowski, um, just that typical cowboy guy with the cowboy hat and the silver mustache um, and the real deep voice and Southern drawl. Right. Um, not that I can do that, but anyhow, in it, I wrote about how Sam Elliott would say that a village is just a bunch of wigwams, right? Um, and hold on to your hat out there. You know, there's, there's a storm. Best hold on to your hat. Best hold on to your hat. There's a storm. There's a storm out there, or however I wrote it. But um, the wigwams bit. Uh, remember a village it really does feel like a uh, house of cards doesn't it you know but remember a village is just a bunch of wigwams right uh i i feel 
I feel really, really optimistic in that I know that communities are built from the inside out. Communities are not built by politicians or law enforcement or what have you. Yes, that is the framework with which, with, um, within which we do get to manifest our village, right? I've got a wigwam, you've got a wigwam. We're going to build this village together. Um, and uh, th- that to me is the real, the real nugget of optimism in all this. Be a creator. Be a creator of your community. Be a creator of your village. Um, you know, give into the universe and, uh, and then see what comes back. Um, frankly, you know, I'm sure there's whoever gets elected president, there's going to be some nice communities and there's going to be some uh, d- disrupt, you know, uh, unrest. There's going to be some uh, rich communities and poor communities and we're all going to still have to go to work and we're all going to still have to pay taxes. And uh, it's a crazy world out there. So who am I to say, you know, what the military should be doing or should not be doing? Um, I don't I'm not much of a political geopolitical strategist. Um, I'll leave that to the experts and then sort of regurgitate their opinions. Um, if I ever got around to reading them, um, need to do more of that. Need to do more uh, reading. Uh, so another thing my wife and I were talking about was it's, it's really, really hard to try not to do something. Um, but if you want to not do something, you have to think about what you do want to do. Like right now, I just did want to chapstick my lips. Skin protectant. Classic original, black and white. Um, My wife and I were talking about, um, yeah, don't focus on what you don't want. Focus on what you do want. Always. Always focus on what you want. Like, it doesn't do much good to sit around and dwell about what you don't want to do. It makes you lonely. It makes you start <laughs> talking to yourself in a microphone because you think it's going to be something. Hey, I'm ambitious and I'm optimistic and it's just a bunch of wigwams. Just, and in the same way, a music career is just a bunch of wigwams, right? It's just a bunch of people um, that are fans of music. If I actually put out music, it's not about me anymore, right? I've been talking about defining it as a product. If the song is good and it gets out there in whatever shape, it takes, uh, ideally by a musician with an audience already, um, you know, that's cool. That That's its own success or failure or its own little, you know, blip in the universe. Um, and if a, if, if a bunch of people want to latch onto that and say, hey, this guy's, this guy's got something, you know, and, and he may not hit it all the time, but sometimes it's really good. I, I was rereading uh, the notes in my phone um, so I've got a, one long running notepad of just random phrases and ideas and lyrical little nuggets. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll write lyrics in that, you know, always just jotting, jotting, jotting things down, um, in the phone notepad. Um, and, uh, yeah, frankly, the, the trouble is tr- finding time to sit down and try to use some of that in a way. I don't know. It's there for the taking, but, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but I did read... Um, in my notes that I wrote something about, is it better to be always good or sometimes great? And I think I, I I don't know, always, always good or sometimes great. 
Um, so that's uh, that's that. I hope that tune sounded okay. I noticed that the guitar was louder and quieter in spots, but hopefully this is decent enough quality where if you want to, you can just crank it, right? Um, I'll, I'll stay in the safe range here, and if you want to, you can make it louder on your own. Use that volume up button like Russ. <laughs> volume up must be Russ. Crunching digits in the day make the pay to play. Siping, scraping, blazing. Take that, take that, take that, <laughs> etc bargain jargons oh i i feel very grateful to have the bargain jargons which is just the you know the sort of pet name for the group of friends that got together over the music uh, back in baltimore and helped me make the experiences what it was it what you know what it could be the i mean it's not fun playing a show for nobody right um music likes to be heard and uh i, I really do love that that we had that community um, even had like onesies with bargain jargons, uh, you know, f- future bargain jargon written on a onesie, little kid shirt that said bargain jargon, man, that was clutch. That was really, really clutch. I have to dig up some pictures of my kids in those. Uh, th- so the bargain jargons, yeah, it's just like the collective Garrett Anderson music experience. Um, and I guess it's, it's alive and well. Um, people just don't know that they're the bargain jargons. Um, you know, but I'd like to think that that's something that is more of a space and a time and space and a place of mind, um, experiencing the music and enjoying the music. Um, which reminds me, the uh, the most recent gig I had this four sum, uh, a four top that sat in front of me. There was two couples on double date, um, older folks, you know, uh, at least my age, um, maybe a little bit older. Um, enjoying dinner, enjoying the music, like saying thank you and applauding and tipping and enjoying themselves, requesting songs. That was the, that was the clutch. This one woman was like, wow, okay, this guy's got a you know, pretty good voice. And I said, hey, by the way, go to my website and request songs. I've got a song list up at GarrettAndersonMusic.com. And, uh, and you know, by all means, please request whatever. And she requested Piano Man by Billy Joel. She, she said, oh, that Billy Joel one? And I go, Piano Man? She was like, yeah, all right, cool. Pulled out the harmonica. Um, it's a little ironic to sing that song because I'm not a piano man, although I'm working on it. I do love practicing piano. Uh, very grateful to my little sister for showing me the chord shapes that she did so that I could get off and running because um, I already knew some of the chord progressions in, from guitar, and then it was a matter of applying them on piano. But, um, yeah, very proud of the intro to Great Unknown uh, which is available on Baker's Dozen <laughs> plug. Um, yeah, the, the piano intro on Great Unknown Recording is me. Um, and then Kenton comes in for the rest of the tune, which is just really, really fun. Really proud of that little performance there. It, it had some breath to it. It had some timidness, but also it got there, you know, which I think is part of my character. I'm a, I'm timid, but I'll get there, you know, um, which... Uh, I think serves me well. Um, I like to look before a leap. Is uh, sometimes great better than always good? I don't know. But uh, on that note, going to wrap it up. I'm sure the kids and wife will be home soon. And uh, yeah, I'm going to fold some laundry. All right, peace. <laughs>